views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individual and not of the host. Your radio, Tony, Rodney, Darren, what it is. All had problems, now we got the solutions to handle our ease. Press and stress the problems ahead so we can work it out. Because I've grown up from boys to men, I know I'm shutting my mouth. Yes, the, the parents right. should, 
should be charged and should be held liable when a you know when a kid is you know getting in this kind of trouble. But I'm willing to you know say well, well uh, I think it warrants a conversation. I can't you know I can't firmly right. say absolutely yes, but right. I I definitely can't say oh no you know it's it's the 15 year old it's, it's it's on him because he's not even an adult. So it's right. got to come back in some way, shape, or form on the parent's doorstep. You cannot just let them be a scapegoat and say, oh, well, he's 15. He, he knows right from wrong, so, you know, it's on him. No, it don't work like that. That's, that's just my opinion. Right, right, right. right. Well, I, no, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm disagreeing all the time. <laughs> the, the, and the reason, <laughs> the, the only reason I'm disagreeing is because I think y'all remember when I personally met this particular uh, problem with my in my own house. You know, when my kids want to go one way, and I'm trying to drive them in another way, and when they're disobedient, I I try to check them, and then the law jumps in and tells me I can't and file charges against me because I tried to do something about it. So uh, I don't really feel like it would be the parents fault because I don't save my son from going to jail from getting pressed charges on him but what the what he did something the opposite of what I told him not to do so if I'm telling him don't do this and you do that and you don't realize the consequences you just think I'm just going to fuss no sir you're 18 now even though you're still in high school, they count you as an adult now. So, you know, without this, you know, disobedient kids, you know, there's consequences behind that. I mean, you can choose to sin, but you just can't choose the consequence. And then they look at the parent, why didn't you do anything? Well, when I tried to do something, you you got me in trouble. So you're so, saying that if the parent can prove that they tried to steer the child in the right way, but the 15-year-old still did the wrong thing, the opposite of what the parent was telling them to do, that at that point the parent should be absolved of any responsibility because they have proved they have text message, email, recorded conversation or whatever on video or whatever saying, I told him not to do this, but he did it anyway. You're saying in that example that the parent should be let off scot-free. I'm not saying the parent should be let off scot-free. I am saying that when a parent is trying to chastise their children when they're coming up, if the law is going to chastise the parent when the child do something, then the law should leave the parent alone when the child, I mean, when the parent is trying to check the child as a, at a young age. So if I'm telling you, if I'm telling my, 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 any kid of mine, hey, this is what you don't do when it comes down to uh, taking weapons to school. Don't take any weapons to school. Don't sex. Don't don't be texting and sex messaging girls your body parts. Okay. Don't do that. And then if if I catch them doing it, and I try to spank them, I'm in trouble for child neglect, child uh, child abuse, child this and child that. But if I don't say anything and he get busted, you can't say why you didn't teach a child this. Well, when I tried to teach him, you jumped on me. So it's a lose-lose. 
It's lose-lose. I mean, I don't know if you remember the actual scenario when my son had um, had that um, iPad. I bought him an iPad for his 16th birthday, and I told him the rules, regulations, and the laws. And I had that, um, and I, I was working from home, and the, the government was paying for my, you know, my Internet services, and they told me, you know, don't go to these sites, don't do this, don't do that. Well, since he was on the IP address, mm-hmm. he uh, started sexting this girl when he was 18 mm-hmm. and she was 17 or 16 going on 17. But they just looked at it. The Romeo and Juliet law wasn't in effect then. So right. I had told him not to do certain things when I gave it to him at 16. But now at 18, he's sexting this girl. And I get to work, wow. pulled into the office with these black suits saying that, hey, you know, you're you're going on IP addresses or you're going on Internet sites and stuff is cross, coming across your IP of a younger child. You know, we trace the IP. So right. now they say, well, we either, um, you know, the rules and the laws. And, and I told them it was my son. Let me just go home and talk to him. And they say, well, he's 18. I said, yeah, yeah, but he just turned 18. Well, it doesn't matter. He's a grown man and she's a child. So it was Thursday. They said, well, we're going to move forward with action Monday morning. So the only way you can avoid this action is to uh, pull back from your, um, you know, what you, what you call it when you just resign. Yeah, if, if you turn in your resignation by Friday and, you know, we ain't going to do nothing, you don't lose your clearance and nothing happens, but – we will be moving forward with with action on Monday because we got seven. Wow! <laughs> but if there was an eighteen year old, but if it was an eighteen year old lesbian, there would have been a whole bunch of understanding and excuses. <laughs> That's good, classy. <laughs> right, right. No wait, wait a minute. So they made you turn in your resignation for that? They didn't make me. They gave me a choice. Oh, they gave me your son to turn in your resignation. That was a choice. Wow. Can I, can, can, I, can, can, can that, I just bro. interject this real, real, real quick? Go ahead, bro. This is yeah. why some of us guys try to say to the guys who are all, you got to understand the yuppies. You got to understand, you know, you guys are too aggressive. See, even when you don't agree with a racist white guy or Darren or or, or some cultural uh, uh, Chinese person, what we have to get back to is I respect that person's lane because that person is putting rules, regulations, and codes on his or her family. What we've done is we've entitled the weak people to make so many excuses to where now everything is cool for everybody else except the boys. The boys are still held to some type of imaginary unicorn standard, and everybody else gets to get the wavy line. Mm. Right, 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 right. So, so then, good words, Classy. So, Darren, you had to pay for your son's action. Point blank. Yeah. I, I, you see what I'm saying? 
Yeah. I had to right, pay right. for them. Right. Yeah, I had to pay for those actions that way by putting the that whole way. house and I had to find another job. But on the other end, when my when my daughter got this, I called. It was a Tuesday night, and I spanked her behind, and then the school called CPS on me for trying to discipline her. Right, 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 right. Mm. So how can right. you win but, is all I'm saying. But, well, I mean, I mean, if you find out that your child is a white supremacist in the making and they want to go out and cause a mass shooting, and then you stop that by disciplining them. You know, I well, mean, it, it may no, not no, be. No, flip it, flip it, flip it to right. uh, since he's black, flip it to a black supremacist and say that you know, say that okay, a black want to go out and shoot and white people. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 yeah. right, and 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 you find out, you know, and then you beat him and beat him with the gun or whatever you do because he won't take your gun and do it or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, I mean, what's the choice here, right? It's not damned if you do, damned if you don't. You disciplining your child saves a lot of people. But they well, don't look. Think, they don't look at it right. like that. I, 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 they I, do look. I think that they that do look, look at, at it like, like that. They they do look at it like that. It's just it starts way before the problem gets there. See this exactly. this type of thing started when guys would come up and say, "Well, you got to understand. Well, here go here go another wavy line." Not realizing, yeah, you you got that code, but secretly, these people have not changed the code when it comes to you, when it comes to your skin color or your gender or what have you. Right. And 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 then and I I don't mean this disrespectfully, this is just the way I, I kind of symbolize it. Then the male hyena wakes up and realizes, wait a minute, I'm not really the king of the hyenas. And I got a I, I got a little prince that I raised about to kill me because the queen ordered it. This, this this is why guys have to start way before the end. You got to realize, I don't agree with it, but he has his household in check. Those are his rules. Those are, I don't I don't like how the fact that he or she spanked their child in public, but that's their household and they keep his stuff in check. When we keep making this wavy line, we wake up to realize, wait a minute, the wavy line is for everybody else. And you, who have been helping this happen, still have the standard. You are not the benefit of the wavy line that you've been assisting to create. Mm-hmm. Mm. Makes sense. Right, 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 right. And it, and 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 he said something key. You know, it just didn't start at that instant. It's something that's been instilled. And and I can truthfully ask any parent on on this line, is your child a racist? And you would say, hell no, right or wrong. No, yeah, yeah. Right. I think for us, you got to go a little deeper. And the question becomes, can our child, specifically as black men, we're only black men on here, can our child be racist? 
And my answer is no, they can't because racism has a power component attached to it. And we being in the minority don't have that power component. Since we're in the, being in the minority, the majority has the power component. And I didn't always think that way. I thought that a black, a non-person, a person that's in a minority could be racist, but I've changed my thinking over the years. And as they say, is that if you're not, uh, what they say, if you're not, if you, if you never change your mind, you're not using your brain or something. So, but yeah, so now it, back to your question, circling back to your question, you know, our child as, as black men, um, could not be quote unquote racist by definition if I right. use the definition that it, it that it requires a power component with regard to that. So now some people don't believe in the power component. Some people believe that you know it, it, it you know it's like a two way street. Black person can be, can be racist. White person can be racist. I don't believe that. Right, 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 right. I mean. I get it, but there are people with absolutely no power that just hate other people because of the <laughs> color. What do we, yeah, what do we define as power? What do we define as prejudice? Prejudice. Well, so, yeah, well, there you go. I mean, there you go. Yeah, the, the, the That might be a better be, word. Yeah, I mean, it is yeah, the correct word. We can flip the racist part to or, prejudice. Right. Yeah, prejudice or bias. I mean, that's the proper word, and um, – you know, but the power is unequal access. You know, that's when you deny folks, people of color, unequal access to jobs, housing, increased risk of being a victim of police brutality. Like all these things are de- right. more detrimental for people of color right. than the than the majority race. So that's where the power comes in. Look, right. right. mm-hmm. yeah. do you believe other people are monolithic? What do you mean? Be more specific. Monolithic, meaning that. Um, well, I don't want to give it away, but he, he, here's what I I've know come. What monolithic up. means like group things. No, no, I know no, what no. That means, but. Yeah. Well, he, he, here's what I mean. In my travels, mm-hmm. and just like you guys who travel, you realize that some people think about their flag first, and no matter yeah, right. what. No matter what issue they may have with their fellow countrymen, because it's their countrymen, if it, 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 the, the issue doesn't last as long as it lasts in the African-American community who doesn't have a flag. So it's more individual than anything. We are less monolithic than those other individuals. So when we talk about power and you're talking about access… The guy from Lagos is not going to give access to the Nigerian because he got 20, 20 Lagos guys living in his area. Has nothing to do with the fact that they're both African. Has to do with there's more Le- there, there's more Lagos people over here, so therefore we dominate. Ten years later, the Nigerians take over. Now the Nigerians have the quote unquote power. Is that a fair thing to say as far as power? Sure. But you know that ain't like this over here in the United States. Yeah, because we don't have a flag. We uh, you're you're not you're not my countryman, Darren, even though you are. Right. If me and you, Darren, are, are are over in London 
and there's a bunch of black people surrounding us, I don't look at you as my American countryman and help you out. But if there's a bunch of British dudes over here and we're surrounding them, the, the, the British dude from Wessex, Surrey, Brighton Beach, they all going to band together as Londoners and try to help each other. Yeah, I've never been to London. So that's a that's a good uh, good example. Yeah, um I think you're right. Um but it's 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 because in in my opinion, I I would say I think that um that we try to stay in our lane when it's when it when it benefits us. Um and we try to uh Act or rationalize why that's being done to that person, um, and then when we when we try to band together, it's always a struggle to do that too. Because then you got some haters that tr- that's trying to take down the top man. Like, you know, you can look at history. I don't really want to go with the Malcolm X and all these other people, but you know, we I don't think we have that in us. We have I got to get what I have to get because I've struggled my whole life and. You know, if if you struggle like I struggle and I finally made it, if I finally made it after all these struggles, then you need to do the same thing. And we just say that before we say, let me show you the path of trying to make it to the top like I did. So I, I, I believe I think that you're right because that's that's been in us because of so much loss, in my opinion. Mm. The words. So, Rodney, the reason why I asked you, I asked y'all that earlier about knowing our houses is because um, we kind of make sure that we're not breeding that type of hate. I mean, I I like mm-hmm. to believe that that we are. Um, we could be, and I'm pretty sure it does happen when you have some people that have been wronged by people from the opposite sex and they take it home, you know what I mean? And they're spilling it out. Hopefully they aren't, but you know, um, but they're Mm -hmm. sharing this frustration with their family. Right. I just don't know that it has that, you know, for us as African-Americans, I don't know that it has that kind of same kind of impact where now we want to go out and cause mass murder. Right, we may be mad, and we know, like they may say, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna show you how to make it back home if you ever get pulled over by a cop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they may teach you certain things, you know, to protect yourself when you're in certain situations, right? But I don't think it's well. But we don't like these people, and we don't want them to be here any longer, and they're infringing on our space or on our country. I just don't know yeah, that it that way. Go ahead. It happens, but it's not as prevalent. You're right. I mean, it, right. it is some cases that it happens, but it is definitely not as prevalent where, you know, one, a person wants to extern, go out and say, you know what, Tony wronged me, so I'm going to go out and exterminate all the people that look like Tony, you know, or right. whatever. The re- it's just not It's just not right. as common. It happens, you know, but it's just not as common. Right, right, right. So I say that to have a child, so let's just talk about this 15-year-old for a minute. Yeah. 
his household, and I'm going to say his household because he's been with these people for 15 years. Three of the years, he didn't understand what they were talking about because he was a baby, right? So let's just say, mm-hmm. you know, 12 years of being around these folks. Something had to have happened, right? Something had to have happened substantial to make him turn that kind of left turn. Do you agree? Something. I don't think it was just casual conversation. I don't think it was just casual, well, you know, we want to make America great again. We want to get our country back. Now, it's got to be something substantial to make that person want to go out and commit mm, that kind of heinous crime. I disagree. I think it was more casual okay. conversation. I think it was more. I don't think it was anything that triggered, you know, I think it was just part of household conversation. That's just my thought on it. I don't know if anybody agree or disagree, but I, I don't think it was, you know, one specific event where he was like, yeah, yeah, I hate I, them ninjas, I, I you think, know. I, I think, um, I've seen this movie called American History X one time. It's an old yeah. movie. Uh, great movie. It was, it was a great movie, and I can identify with the guy who turned into, because uh, his dad sort of coming out, saying little racist things at the table, kind of slick-like, but not really going hard. And he oh, kinda, no, Darren, he went hard. He spelled it out. The dad spelled it out. Uh, because the kid, in the beginning, you're talking about Norton, right? He was right. right. Uh, he, he was innocent. He was like, "Yeah, okay, you know, I went to school. You hey. know, I got this black teacher." And he was like, "You, you can't, t- you can't learn nothing from a monkey." You know, he just went on and on and on and on, and it flipped the kid. But go ahead. But, but yeah, and and that's and that was my point because it didn't. He didn't go the the. I thought I don't think I didn't think he went the distance to turn his son that far south to kill somebody. You see what I'm saying? What? I mean, because in my household, my dad just left here today. I just put him on the plane today. He was up here for a couple of days. But I, re- I can recall when we were coming up, it were, it was he used to work at UPS. He finally retired. But he was at the job, and some other ethnicity took his position after he was there for 15 years. And, and he was like, what do, I do, what do I have to do to go to the next level? And he did it. And then somebody still trumped him. Uh, come in new, trumping them, you know, and they get fired, and then he's like, "Hey, I'm here." Somebody else come in, trump them, and then now I'm coming up, and I got a little Oriental girlfriend bringing her to the house, and and he says some things that not I Oriental, didn't... not Oriental. <laughs> that's so not yeah, cool. she was in my martial arts class. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, yeah, that's you not know, the right term, Darren. That's I'm or- in drugs are Oriental." Yeah, Asian. Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I thought the Orient. Hey, my bad. So, no, you know. Go ahead. Yeah, that's a rug. That's a rug. I'm sorry. Yeah, rug Orient. Yeah. Go ahead. It's all right. And that's another thing, man. He sounded like an old black man from the '70s when he said that. Right. And you know, and that's another thing. We need to we need to try to check our ignorance too because. That could have offended yeah. somebody. You know what I mean? Right, so right, right, I'm sure you know, it did. Right. Yeah. yeah, so now you know. That's why I correct Yeah, yeah, but, and, and that's but, how I was you know, yeah. just said down south. Anyway, I'm I'm correct, saying corrected. But when she came yeah. in the house, I said, hey, I want you to meet somebody. And he said, I know you ain't bring this, that, that, and the third in my house. I was like, yo, she in here. She can hear you. He's like, get her out of here. 
I was like, right. why are you tripping? Right. And he said, you remember that guy I told you about at my job? And I was like, that ain't her daddy. But he wasn't right. trying to hear that. Right. He was, no, and all it's not him. go back to X, Y, Z. And I'm like, so now, now my dad saying that, first of all, I thought that, I said, man, things ain't, we, these ain't the slave days no more. This ain't like that no more. <laughs> And then when I went to the Navy, I saw that a lot of the stuff, I'm going to say 90% of the stuff he had said to me when I was young about racism just is hidden. And I'm like, no, it's not. You just, you know, I got a white friend, you know. And when I went to the Navy, I was like, oh, my goodness. I can't believe he just said that. Nobody said nothing. And it had such an undertone to it that everybody thought it was a joke. But 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 respectfully, thinking like yours back then was more dangerous than the Ku Klux Klan member because your experience back then led you to believe it's not as bad as people say, Mm. and then. And then we run into a, a ocean of it, not even a river. Yeah. Like, where did this ocean come from? This right. ocean mm-hmm. has always been here. But always. you've been telling everybody that it was only a river. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. I mean, I, I, I experienced it when I when I say in the Navy, you absolutely right. I I experienced some serious <laughs> racism and I thought that it didn't exist anymore because it was in 1962. But, but, but see, this is, right. what I say, this is what I say. Black men have to allow other black men their own lane. It do, or, or, or just human beings their own lane. It doesn't mean that what a person is saying is true or isn't true. But listen to their experience. And it's the same thing I say about women, especially black women. You You want protection but then you want to be a victim at the same time. You want protection, but then you want to persecute these dudes who do wrong. You can't do both. So everybody has to be able to say, hey, sis, I don't mind protecting you, but can you not get me fired at the job? Because in my personal mm-hmm. thing in Texas or Virginia, I've experienced a lot that a lot of that. But then here comes some dude, no, man, I I ain't never experienced nothing like that. No, take your time to listen to everybody's lane. Doesn't mean that they're right, but just hearing them and having empathy for what they believe is true at the time helps us You're as right. a community. You're right, um, Classy. And I think, too, additionally, I think that there are some times where some black men experience more overt racism than others. Right. And sometimes, you know, the, the black man who's experienced it, you know, it almost seems like on a daily or weekly or monthly basis, trying to talk to that black man who really either, either the, that black man is just naive to it or honestly that black man right. is just not attacked with that particular uh, weapon if, or, or quiver, if you will. And it's just that, that conflict. And I know, like, for me, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've had some examples of 
you know, direct overt relates, uh, racism directed towards me, uh, particularly when I bought my house. And that was when, you know, me and my wife were very young, we're a young black couple, and, you know, the white guy came in and he was kind of like, you know, he didn't directly say, you know, kind of what what are you guys doing here, you know, but his demeanor, his uh, behavior led on to believe that he was just like, y'all not serious, you know, this young black couple ain't serious about buying no house. So, you know, I was like, okay, you know, but at the same token, and I've told this, I've shared this story before, that I ended up buying a house from the neighborhood that he was saying that I couldn't afford or, or we couldn't afford or whatever. And, um, but I didn't buy from him. And mm. the price that we, the price that we paid for the house was um, the same as he was offering, but the house we got from the next builder right next door to his, who had a black woman who was showing the house instead of a white man, you know, she received us with open arms or whatever. And was like, Hey, you know, um, but we ended up, you know, bottom line, apples to apples comparison, we got an extra bedroom, um, an extra garage, and half of our basement finished at the same price that he was offering what he was offering. So, you know, that particular experience, like, yeah, I could be mad about it. Yeah, it was overt racism. But in the end, we won. Like, thank you for being racist, bro, because I'll be paying, you know, and trying to squeeze my family of three, and I got in-laws that visit you know, now, you know, I've, come, I've got space where I done, I done added a bedroom and then he really had to build nothing out. So, you know, looking back, and that was right. almost 20 years ago, but looking looking back, like I could have held that as my quiver and, and just, you know, and there are other examples too, but I guess like me, that's an example where it happened. It was a reality. Right. It's not anything made up, but I don't hold it. Like I don't I don't I don't keep it. I don't I don't hold it as a grudge against the next white person or, or whatever the case may be. And right. the the bottom line is that ab, that whole experience, like we've won. Like, thank you, bro. Right, if, right, if you right, hadn't been right, right, like I would have bought literally I kid you not, we would have bought from him had he been welcoming and opening and I'd be paying right. the same price for less square footage, smaller home. Had he not been, so I, I just look at it, and I'm just speaking for me personally, like, you know, if God be for you, the world be, you know, it is better than the world against you. So I win every time. Right. So thank you, you know, for being racist against me. Thank you. Appreciate it. Cause yeah, but, I, but, Rodney, that's not everybody's story, though. You know, a lot of people don't have that kumbaya moment. A lot of people have um, serious issues with that and it turns out to be disastrous you know especially nowadays yeah. you know you have the type of people we have in the white house um they they think that that power as as we as we was talking about earlier that goes a long way to them you know and and then they they do certain things and nothing happened and so now you anger of people who's getting um who's getting treated unfairly and then you want to lock them up for reacting so, um, yeah, I know, man, I know for me, comes in the house, the kids saying, hey, what happened, daddy? And daddy's just responding out of anger to what he experienced. And then when if because if somebody touched my mama, I don't care what happens. I'm going to go get the whole race of people until I get the right <laughs> one. You see what I'm saying? That's how some <laughs> do. 
Yeah. You know, I've, but I've, not everybody at that moment. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, but not like that. But 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 I think that, and then you go ahead, um, um, Rodney. But I think that mm-hmm. the difference is Rodney's not putting anybody in a box. Period. You know, um, he didn't put the whole real estate company in a box because the person that wronged him was that was that realtor. He didn't go the next day and start hating on his coworkers that were white or the neighbors right. that in the neighborhood that were white. You see what I'm saying? You're not mm-hmm. saying, okay, well, because of this happened, I'm going to hate all of them. I think what we're dealing with now is something where someone might be like, well, you know, affirmative action came in these people. This person took my job and I can't get a job and or whatever anger they have, but then they put everybody in the box and then they yeah. relay that to the rest of the family. You know what I'm saying? So we all or whatever that person did, we all did. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're right. And Go I ahead. take everyone I, I take everyone as an individual. You know, right. I don't and there there are times where, you know, I failed at that and, you know, projected onto someone in, incorrectly. But for right. me, and I tell Darren this all the time, when people show you who they are, believe them. You know, that's, yeah, that's my favorite. Them. I tell my children that. And that's yeah. white, black, green, you know, old, you right. know, it's just like that's how I operate. And that that really keeps me at peace, you know, with dealing with people, not even across, you know, racial lines, just with dealing with people in general. Like once I understand and and figure out who you are, I work in those boundaries and those parameters. Like, I don't try to, like, if you change, that's fine. And, and you know, for the better, especially, that's, that's a bonus. But, you know, I, I'm not I'm not going outside of those parameters of how you tick. And I and I just stay in that framework. And I'm, I'm, I'm not frustrated with coworkers. You know, I, I, I used to be. But it's just something where, you know, once I know who you are, I, I embrace it. You know, I thank God for revealing who you are to me, and that's positive or negative. And you know, I just go from there and 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 move accordingly. And you know, I I live at peace. You know, I'm I'm at peace with with everybody. So and people I right. I don't even care for, but I know who they are. So it's like you know, it's cool. You know, I, I don't lose no sleep over nobody. But let me ask you about the the kid that, okay, his parent is not teaching him whatever, but he's getting bullied at school. So in order to mm-hmm. get accepted, he has to do or listen to the the rhetoric of a, a group of boys that he want to hang out with. He has to do certain things. He has to smoke weed, smoke cigarettes, uh, hang out with them. You know, do what they do, and then he still yeah. he's learning all of his drama and crap or her drama and crap from these individuals. Now this is a I'm not. I'm not. Again, I'm not bashing any. Any. Uh, I'm not homophobic. I'm not. Bad. If you got sexual preferences, whatever. But if I'm teaching my my child, hey, this is the preference of a, a young man to be with a young woman, or vice versa. My daughter. I do recall one time that my daughter learned or uh, uh, got introduced to lesbianism at school where it was beyond right. my control, but the school allowed these things to happen to where they allow girls that think they're boys to dress up as boys and go into the boys' bathroom and and act as a boy and don't tell anybody that that's a boy. 
you right. know, and wow. she, I think I I think I discussed that with you guys one time before, where you she did. showed me a picture of her boyfriend. He was a light skinned, you know, Puerto Rican looking dude. And then, you know, and he went to the boys' bathroom. She waited him out, you know, out front, up to the boys' bathroom. Long story short, um, one of her friends got mad with the boy and said, you need to tell, you know, your girlfriend who you really are. And then my daughter's Mm -hmm. like, what is he talking about? What is she talking about? He said, look, just check my Facebook page out, and and here's my both of my names. And one of them, she was a girl, and the other one, she was a boy. And she came home. She's like, am I a lesbian? I was like, uh, I don't think so. What, what happened? You know, did she? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Close hey, yo. Close to Close to it. Close that, to is, it. That, that is so messed up. It's so confusing. But, <laughs> but the school don't say nothing about I mean, it. Wait, she was dating a dude, or she just is just a guy at school? Yeah, she was, she, they was boyfriend and girlfriend. And um, oh, and uh, I, I mean, good for you. He didn't hit it. Good for you. You know he wasn't hitting it because that would have came out a lot sooner. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah. What's? Wait a minute. I'm, okay. I know people want to be who they want to be, but what's wrong with him hitting it? I mean, he's doing his nature of a man. Technically, still he wasn't. He wasn't a man. He was a woman. That's it why. Was a, okay. Wasn't okay. He didn't even have the okay, tools I, to I, hit it. Oh, he took the two. You lying oh, about right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He lying. She was lying like she right. was a dude. She was deceiving her. So that's why we said we right. know he didn't hit it because you can't you can't fake that unless you, maybe you can. I don't know. Well, you, I think it's kind of yeah, hard. Keep, turn the lights off. Turn the lights and keep the lights off and strap on and, and go to work and strap on. Right, 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 right. Yeah, she right. she was told up about that and um and I and I didn't know how yeah. to help her. I was like, well. You should have. Lit. I told you it wasn't. You wasn't supposed to have a boyfriend anyway. What are you doing with a boyfriend? That's how you help her. Well, that's how you, you know? help her. You like you know. You're going to guess what I told you to do. Right. And that's that. Yeah. This is what happened. You ain't ready. How for that. long did they date? How long did they date before she realized it was a girl? Um, or, or, or came out. It was revealed. Was it a few months. Yeah, it was like she said, and I kissed her, and I was like, Yo, oh, man. man, for real, man. And she, wow. she came home up, and she said. She said, well, I said, why wouldn't you, well, and I I wasn't, I couldn't fake it. The, the, the little boy looked like a little boy. I mean, when he was a little right. boy, he looked like a boy. He looked like a so you, Puerto Rican boy. And, so um, you, did, you didn't even catch it. You you wouldn't have even known if, nah, if, I wouldn't if have. he, you know, came to your house and said, hey, what's up, Mr. Darren? Right. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't <laughs> have, not, just looking at, I'm looking at the pictures, though, now. I, I was just looking at the pictures. Gotcha. And, uh, on Facebook, and I, I didn't. I couldn't tell. I thought it was just a light, light skinned, pretty boy, you know. But, but I said, well, then when I went up to the school, they said we are not allowed to disclose a uh, a person's gender because then we will get sued because of some gender rights. Yeah. And we can't stop somebody to go in the bathroom. I said, well, what if something happened to that person in the bathroom? Then what? Well, that hasn't happened yet, but you know. We we can't we got to exclude ourselves from some girl who thinks that she's a boy. We can't get in that fight. And and that what Classy said earlier. <laughs> Didn't he say yeah. that? I think that's he's what he right. said. Now watch now watch what happens. 
This is what's gonna happen. This is what's gonna they're gonna change that whole law. That a little girl that's gonna be a boy is gonna go in the boy's bathroom and one of these bad, ignorant, bad kids, ignorant little boys that's raised wrong or whatever the case may be, may try and attempt to rape that little girl and then guess what's gonna happen then? And guess uh-huh. what? It could be a little white girl. And guess as soon as that happened, let it be a little white stud, little white girl that wanna be a stud. And she wants to go in the man's bathroom and take a piss. And that's gonna be the wrong day and she runs into the wrong kid. They're gonna be like, You know what? You don't belong here. Let me show you why. And boom. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Then what? But that that's kinda of been the argument that they've been having and I wanna say South Carolina and all that when they started coming out with the laws about which restroom you could go to and everything mm-hmm. because you have these uh people who were born male and then they say they identify being with female, so they want to go in the female restroom and exactly what he said, you know, having that encounter with a, a woman who was naturally born as a woman or as a female, and then this person who says they identify as a female, and then they want to go in there, and them women feel uncomfortable with that, you know. They feel some type of way about that. Like I believe it was South Carolina, you know, uh, I think they had that situation because I think even the NBA uh, was supposed to have the All-Star game and something like that, or North Carolina maybe. Hey, uh, yeah, y'all got to you know, watch yeah, the NBA thing. You gotta watch mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle because he talked about all this on Dave Chappelle's new comedy thing on Netflix. He yeah. talked about oh, all this. Yeah, I heard about it. He I heard talked about, about it. All he didn't hold no cut card. He didn't. Right. So, so he was like, so he was like so, trans. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so that's something real, you know, that's going on that we living through now. And man, like I say that that thing is confusing, you know. Not tell you, but like I say, as Darren was saying, you know, some things he was saying. Then when the reality of it, especially as a parent. You know, you got to deal with it with your child, you know, especially the younger your child is, because you know, people nowadays, and I don't get it, how are you going to let a five-year-old, a six-year-old, seven-year-old tell you, you know, oh, I ain't really you know I'm a girl, or I'm not, you know, like I say, my daughter is an adult now, and I still remember, you know, talking to her about using the pronoun he and she, you know, how to properly use that. You know, but we got these kids now. They telling their parents, "Oh, you know, I, I'm really a boy. I'm really a girl, or whatever." That's some confusing stuff, man. About you know, Rodney did. Yeah, go ahead. Hmm? Now, Rodney did a show, um, and he interviewed the dad of the girl yeah, who gender bender, gender born. Yeah, that's what it was called. And yeah, not to yeah. get off the subject of the racist thing, but. Um, I think that we came to the conclusion that if the little girl thought that she was a boy and she was supposed to have been a boy, I think we came to the conclusion that we were supposed to teach her that that was wrong. But I think that that particular decided to treat her like a boy. Right, Rodney? Okay, yeah. Hey. Okay. I'm going to ask you. Okay. I'm going to ask you something because – I really do believe now. I really do believe that people are actually born gay. Reason for that is I have a couple of reasons for that. One, I had a little cousin. You know what I'm saying? Name is Dontrell. You know what I'm saying? And as a little boy, like literally one, two, three years old, four, seeing him growing up. Like, he was around boys, he was around girls. He was around us, he was around, you know what I mean? So he had a mixture of people to be around. But his 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 ways of how he um, did things, how he his mannerisms were very 
woman-like. You know what I mean? And it was like, yeah, hmm, okay, all right. So yeah, you, I mean, you're right. And we talked, we talked about that. We talked about that before. We're getting way off topic. Um, but yeah, some some people, oh. to your point, Moby, some people are born gay. I mean, as I think we talked about that. Not all, some. Right. Right. No, I totally disagree with that. I mean, I hear. I know we're on another subject, but I, I just totally disagree with <laughs> that, man. I'm with you. Hold up now. Hold up now. Hold up. Now this is the reason why. Now I'm gonna give you the other reason why I say they're born gay. I watched this show called The Great Sperm Race, and they described how our chromosomes, X and Y chromosomes, are inside of a man's scrotum and everything. Now, if you look at it, the description of how they do it, they do it in a 3D form because the scientists they do this in a 3D form. <laughs> That it look is you got to think about it. X and Y chromosomes are in our 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 scrotums, right? And that's a small area. You got to think those things combining together, something's going to rub off or connect more than the other. You know what I'm saying? They're chromosomes. They they they're they're meant to connect with each other. So it's like I understand it because if you have an X and a Y chromosome, they don't separate in your scrotum. It's not a side of X and a side of Y. They all live together. So why not? They say they can't say they're not born gay because if something has rubbed on, if if an X chromosome has rubbed off on a Y chromosome way more than than more a bunch of X's has, then why not say that? But see, first yeah, of all, the same thing with Down what, syndrome. Why say I differ? You know, kids kids born with Down syndrome is, I mean, it's the same thing. The yeah, chromosomes see, aren't say, where they're supposed to be. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. I was just gonna say this real quick. What what I'm saying is when we define first we gotta come together on the definition of what is gay. Now it's a difference if you say you know, if you got like a person, you know, what they call a Murphydite that's born with, you know, both sex organs or something like that, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But when somebody say somebody is gay, I I take it and this is my definition of being gay is that you prefer to have uh intimate relationship with somebody of the same, you know, sex. So to be born to do that, because, I mean, how do you learn about sex? You learn about it. You you just didn't come out, you know, you was born and you just started, you know, doing the do. You know, you learned about that. You learned how to be intimate with another person or whatever. So you pick that trait up, that learning experience of having the preference to be involved intimately with a, with a person of the same sex. I think that's a learning behavior. No, that's not a, it. can't be a lot of the hey, we didn't teach Don Trail one, two, three years old to be the lives of sex. He had female mannerisms as a little baby boy. Like, it was just something that we seen in him. Like, it wasn't nothing that, like, that's all, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, you know what I mean? It's an it's a opinion of everybody's own thinking. I just, when I, when you've seen it and you've gone broke on up around it, it's like, okay, why can't this be true? Because, like I said, I we raised, it, it, we raised, me, he was around boys. He was around, he had uncles, he had cousins. We had tried to put him in football, tried to put him in everything else, tried to be a boy. You know what I mean? And he still did. And it was the same thing, same thing like that girl, you know, the father that I had on here, who had, he had the girl that wanted to be the boy. I mean, the same thing, you know, from one or two years old, you could see that she ain't like girly stuff. You know, traditional girly stuff, you know, dresses and dolls, whatever the case may be, but... You know, going back to Tony's point and trying to get this thing back on topic because we only got an hour left, um, we can't put everybody in a box. And that's why I always say that some people are born gay. Some people are not. And I think that's I think we're fine with that. 
instead of trying to put everybody in this one box where, no, you had to be this, this, and this. It's like, you know, children with Down syndrome have an extra chromosome. Like things happen during the birth process that don't, you know, things don't, the, the miracle, that's why they, they call birth is a miracle of childbirth because everything that has to, especially a healthy baby, everything that's got to connect and, you know, and timing and all this stuff, it's, it's a true miracle. So, you know, it's just stuff that happens that just it don't, you know, the children that are born with difficulty, you know, and that well, can like be I in said, the chromosomes. Hey, like I said, I don't believe that, but, you know, I don't want to get off the subject. So back to you, Mr. Host. Anyway. Get us back on track, Mr. Host. Get us back Go on ahead. track. I, I just think Moby walked into a, a, a perfect monkey wrench, right? <laughs> because, I mean, we can yeah. ask the question. Can a person be a born racist? No, it's like they can't be born. They can't be a born race. You're born now. You can be born into it. I, this this is a, this is my opinion. You can be born into uh-huh. that way. You're getting somewhere now. You're getting somewhere. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Getting somewhere. And, Go ahead. But you can't be born <laughs> of that. You you don't come out hating black people. If you're white. Oh, so, 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 right. So we get back to the original question that I asked umpteen minutes ago. Should the parents be held liable for that type of activity? And the reason why I say that again, because if you say you can't be born a racist, then that's learned behavior that you're taught from the people that are teaching you, which Absolutely. nine times out of ten are your parents. Absolutely. Correct. So Correct. we all know, already know that, Folly is bound up automatically in the heart of a child, so we ought to use the rod of the correction to drive it far from them. But then you got somebody on the on the worldly side of the house saying, you can't do that. Then where does the folly go? It stays with the child and grows up with the child to be grown, become a grown man or woman, and now you got a chaotic person on your hand. So if you're, if you're on one hand, you're trying to, drive the folly out of the heart of the child and society won't let you, then you got chaos as that child grow up because they're not really being raised. What, what do you mean by society won't let you? What do you mean by that? I'm saying you got all these, you got uh, uh, um, child You're talking protection. about CPS. Yeah, CPS. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, so hold on. So what, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but when has it... Um, when has black people ever cared about C- about that? Like real talk, like real player. Like, when they uh, tell, when black tell people care, tell them, well, <laughs> care about it when they got mm-hmm. your security clearances and these people come to your house and say if you do that again you're gonna we're gonna snatch your clearance. So black people got to right. care about it when they got a job. Right. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Well. <laughs> I'm gonna don't, put box, Don't, Don't put everybody in a box. Don't put everybody in a box. I'm gonna say huh? the rise for the child send it to the hell every day with my kid when I whoop his behind. So hey. <laughs> Don't let see That's what my mama said. That's you. what my mama said. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay? Period point blank. Tell my household. I have to bite to my household too. CPS gonna get you too. Yeah, because they don't <laughs> They don't play that stuff, bro. 
I mean, I, I, I used to think the same okay. thing. I used okay, to hold think on. Wait a minute. Power. You're saying they don't play that stuff. Hold on. We don't play that stuff. Well, what if you, I'm sorry, but um, I don't know what parenthood is that uh, these days, these parents, also you can tell you're saying that these parents are different. They allow their child to actually have that type of nature to do that. Dude. That's what you're saying. Because at any day, I, I'm, well, then that's what's going on. Because there's not a black child in this world that will actually put his hand, okay, for my generation, there's not a black child will put his hands on the phone to call on his parents. So you're saying this generation is doing that, right? That's what you're saying? What I'm saying is the laws are created around protecting these kids that are just bad. And then when you have a, a household, you know, it, it goes it goes back a little bit when you get a divorce from two parents and one parent is telling the children, okay, you don't have to listen to that woman over there that your daddy is married to. That ain't your mama. You don't have to obey these rules. You can do it this way, and then they bring that stuff back into this household where we're trying to create another waveform or a different raising, and then they rebel against this. And they, It's got a lot of rebellion going on in every, every, every direction, and then when the rebellion comes, of course, consequence of a belt comes. And when the belt comes, the other parent is the one that calls to CPS. Hey, they beat the child, and it's against the court order to do so. So it's a lot of variables oh, that go okay. into like certain things like that. And then now I gotta, you gotta raise your hand, you gotta raise your kids with your hands behind your back. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's just certain situations. Now I, I believe if the two parents stop being so selfish and they stay together, and if there's no infidelity in it, and they just stay together and remain married and raise these children. Like like you supposed to, uh, and then I don't think that that it would have happened, not at all. I don't think that would have happened. But since two the theme for tonight don't like each other no more. Yeah, what you say now? Yeah, the theme for tonight: don't put everybody in a box. Right. Right. Go ahead, go ahead, Mister Host. But that racist thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, go ahead, Darren. Go ahead. No, I, I just think that that racist thing it can be learned from outside entities because the parents that's raising the children or trying to have to they 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 lose a respect for them because of outside entities. You know, if I say weed is bad for you, don't smoke it, and they try it and it they find it to feel make them feel good, I just lost that fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially if right. the whole world right. is doing it, except for my household, the whole world, right. or the world that they hang around. So if I'm sitting it's up right. here saying, "Listen, racism is bad," the comeback or clap back would be what my friends say, or my mom said, or when we was at school they said, you know, I try to teach a, I try to teach my son a, a lesson one time on. Um, he he asked me, "Am I homophobic?" I said, "No." He said, "Why why can I hang around my this particular friend?" I said, "Well, if you go in the mall, I mean, I'm not telling you you can't hang around them, but it, I'm just trying to tell you, you know, if you flock with them, this is what society would think of you. If you go around into a mall with ten of your friends like that, and then you see ten girls coming your way." The first thing that you see her do is look at all of y'all. And right. subconsciously, you're going to start dividing yourself away from them 
to let her know you not like them. Right. So that's automatically. So if you don't feel like you should be with them when they walk in, when you see that scenario happening, then why would you be with them at any other time? But I said, that's your choice, though. I'm not trying to take away your choice. I'm just trying to let you know how everything is looked at in this perception. This world is a, a, a world of perception. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's right. But I'm just saying it is. Yes, and I agree with you on the outside interference piece. But you know the old saying, the only way that a vampire can get in your house is you got to let him come through the front door. Right. And if we are and if we are in a situation where we're allowing the streets, the gangs, the anti whatever come through the front door, then we and we have to have some responsibility. And a lot of times you hear people say they join the gang because you know the gang's showing them love. They have no idea what love is, but they in your house and they have no idea what love is. See what I'm saying? So there's something that we missing, I believe, as parents. Where we're missing the boat and we're allowing that vampire to come through the front door. But I could be wrong. But sometimes you don't let them in the front door, somebody else do. And they and they do by certain things. Like, of course, I, I said in my case, you know, doing, doing in the act of a divorce where the kids are torn. And, of course, the parent right. that's, that's giving them all the rules that they don't want to listen to, the other parent goes right. against them. You don't have to do that. So that that creates a wedge, and then that 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 grows into disrespect, and the disrespect grows into I don't trust you, I don't want to listen to you, and I don't have to listen to you. And then that right, grows right, into, right. See, that's when you hit me. You know, it just goes out of control. Right, but also Darren, it also goes back to a choice that the parents had to make, right? Right, because in that in that scenario, the parents made a choice that was about them and it wasn't about the kids. And I say that because I wanna. you know, you know that you know how detrimental it is for a divorce on a young child. Yeah, right? yeah. You signed up. Correct. Y'all got married. You had this child. And you, when the child is eight, y'all decide, well, it ain't working out. Let's split. Instead right. of saying, which is which is a hard decision to make. No, we're gonna stick this thing out and make it work until this child is eighteen, and then we're gonna finish our job as parents, and then we'll go our own separate ways. Right. You know, but they made a well, choice. To, to do it earlier. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a. I just want to make a quick announcement. We have our old friend Joe on the line. Um, he does have a little echo, but he's here with us tonight. I welcomed him back in the green room. So Joe might have something to say on this topic tonight. Just want to let y'all know to be forewarned that he's here and he wants all the smoke. <laughs> My man. <laughs> Joe! <laughs> I'm so glad you're still alive, Joe. Uh, so glad you're still well, alive. Well, thanks for the introduction, Rodney. <laughs> we love it, Joe. Hey, Darren, how man. you doing? What's up, Joe? How you doing, bro? We're good, man. We're still here, Not man. Bad. We're sorry, still here. If you guys got an echo, sorry. Let me, I'll just make this short. I took a look at the, uh, yeah. at the headline, and he said, Is my spouse a racist? <laughs> so I wanted to find out. Has anybody addressed that yet? And then I'm going to put myself on mute right now so no, nobody else. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. Mm-mm-mm. Boy. Well, go ahead, Dad. Nah, I'm done, man. I want to hear Joe now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
want to know if he's married yet. You know, I know he was he was having the problem with his girlfriend, and he was like, man, she's out of here. You know, I mean, so I got married, and, and he come to find out he married a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, but Joe, he, he's on there. He'll, he'll pipe in when he need be, but he he got a he got an echo, so that's oh. why he's on mute right now. So y'all just keep right. talking. He he's on here. He he know how to unmute himself when he want to get in here. So, but he's okay. here. Right, 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 right. But right. you know, like, well, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Oh. Joe, are you there? Joe. And he disappeared. He disappeared. All right, what you saying, Tony? Yeah, go ahead, Tony. I'm just saying. So um, these things just just they're intentional. And that, and that's the point I'm just trying to make. They're they're in, intentional, and a lot of times they're intentional because. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's Joe. He's back on now. Go ahead, Joe. You have something? Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, all right. Um, look, if that's I don't know. I don't know if that'd be a problem with you guys because if you found out that your wife, uh, your wife didn't like white people and she was a closet racist, I don't think that would bother you that much. You would just say, "Look, honey, okay, look, uh, white people have a history of being assholes, so you know I don't blame you." <laughs> but what about? <laughs> Right. But what if uh, uh, white people um, married a, you know, a white chick and she and then she finds out, especially if he's a liberal, that she's a racist. You know what? I don't think it's going to bother too many white people either. I Hmm. really don't think that racism in the spouse is going to affect the marriage that much. Hmm. Now, that's the monkey wrench, Joe. That's the monkey wrench. That's the monkey wrench. Anybody want to address that? I disagree, but does anybody else want to address that? <laughs> I think he mm. might be on to something. He's, he literally said, like, if it's a, a black person that finds out that their black spouse doesn't like, let's use the example, white people like he gave. You, you, so, so, Tony, you're saying that they're going to divorce their spouse over that? And vice versa, if know. a white person finds out their white spouse doesn't like a minority group, you think that they're going to literally divorce their spouse, their, the spouse that they love, over that? Or they just going to tough it out, like Malcolm says? <laughs> I, I don't know about if it's going to be an immediate divorce. I just think mm-hmm. it all depends on how strongly they are about, you know, racism, right? Like certain people hate, like I'm, I hate racism. You know what I mean? So if I mm-hmm. understand that that's what you are, I can't look at you the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. You know, this is the thing that I pretty much hate the most, and that's what you represent. I can't look at you the same because I know we're not going to travel the same path. And if something happens, you're going you're gonna to turn on me, probably. Well, I mean, I, I, think, I, I think that when people have experiences, they come from different walks of life, and then they come into your life with, with those examples. I think, like Joe said, it, it might be accepted, but it's going to have to. Um, you're going to have to have some caveats in there if you have friends of the opposite, you know, color. Um, 
for instance, if you got if your best friend is the opposite color of you, I mean uh, another color, another ethnicity, then you say, hey, babe, hey, you can't. My boy, my home, my homeboy, man, he saved my life, you know, in Desert Storm. So right. what's your what's your rationale about the whole uh, the whole race of people? It's absolutely right. wrong because this man has saved my life a couple of times, you know, and I owe my life, right. you know. So from his walk of life, he just see a person that saved his life that just so happened to be another color. In her walk of life, it's been they've been getting over on me every single time I go downtown, every single every single job I had. So their experiences, I think, shape their um, shape their views and opinions about the other. Uh, races, I mean, uh, uh, the other uh, ethnicities. So I don't know if you can hold that against somebody if they they have a whole lot of bad experiences, in my opinion. Right, but so so let's just say, let's just say it's one of those things, right? And what I mean by that is you're dating someone and the house is clean and they cook and everything is great. And then five, four years come down, you know, you start to see differences. They ain't cooking as much, and they ain't cleaning as much. Man, and I'm getting that right now. Say, nowhere. Right, right. But, 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 but listen, you're starting to develop things that weren't a part of the initial plan, right? And now they're comfortable with the fact that they don't like to cook and they don't like to clean. And I'm not talking about cleaning. I'm just talking about being a clean person. You feel oh. what I'm saying? So... Right, right. So then when you get to someone that is a racist, their views become stronger and stronger and stronger because now they can let their – they're already in. So now they can let their guard down and start expressing how they feel about certain groups of people, which actually makes you feel uncomfortable because you don't feel that way. So then don't you supposed to teach your spouse? If you're a husband, I think that it's your job to be her teacher and let her know, listen. No, it's not okay. your job to teach no grown folks. What's wrong with you? They okay. they got to know what they know coming in. I mean, you no, can, according you to what I'm just like, off you of, teach them how you are, but you can't change them from that. <laughs> no, I, I'm 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 talking from a perspective of being their head, being their king, being their priest. So if you're if you're talking to your wife or teaching your spouse, you know, listen, this is not the way we should do things. And these are the wrong things. That, I mean, you, you got some bad principles here. Uh, like I had to, I'm not going to use the word teach for lack of a better word. I'm going to use the word show them a different path. Like when we go over to our family reunions or family functions, prior to me, you know, it must have been something different because now when she fixed my plate, her sisters get to yelling at, why are you fixing that dude's plate? He a grown man. He can get in line and fix his own plate. What are you, his slave? So she's like, no, that's my husband. So now it's like that when when before it was like, yeah, everybody fix their own plate, each man for himself. And now her sisters are getting mad with her for just showing. Now, did I teach her this? No, it's a it's a mutual respect in that area. Look, I'm, this is my wife. I'm at you know whatever, and she feel comfortable fixing my plate. So why that? Why should that bother you? Well, she ain't never did that before. Okay, well. I don't know. That, that's my wife. She feels like fixing my plate. I'm a letter. You know, so now it ha- it has to be a, I ain't going to say a training or a teaching, but a mutual respect that your wife know or your spouse know that you ain't going to hurt them 
in no type of way. If I'm, if you're Rodney or Tony, if you're telling your woman something and she know you mean good by it, why shouldn't she follow that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. You got something, Rodney? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm coming from that. I'm coming from a vein of, look, woman, do what I tell you to do. No, I'm not coming from that. I'm just coming from a vein of, hey, we're trying to teach these kids, especially if you got kids involved. We're trying to teach these kids. We're trying to make sure we, we have a godly household. We're trying to make sure we be obedient to certain things that God tells us to do or all things that he tells us to do. So we're gonna have to, you're going to have to roll with me over here. I don't care what your past is like. I ain't that dude. This ain't that type of household. We're going to run it like God tells us to do it. And if that's the, if that's the basis of your, your, your marriage and your, your family life and your style, then she should follow that, especially if it's a good thing. Yeah, but I think, yeah, but I think we talked about this before, and um, you, you sounded more and more like Malcolm, um, you know, just the, the quote-unquote drag her through it. But I think we talked about this before in a context where, you know, you're saying it that, quote-unquote, this is what God wants us to do, but you could be wrong. Like, there could be another way to get around that mountain that you don't see that your wife could present to you, but you're like, nope, we're going this way. We're going over the mountain where your wife would be like, no, we could just go this way. Nope, I'm the head of household. So I think that you being the quote-unquote or, or the, the arbiter of good, like, just like your question was, if oh, she knows it's the best for her and it's, it's for her good. Well, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say she knows it's best for her good. I said, if she know all, all around that I mean good, I'm not one of them terrible dudes. I'm not one of them, you know, if a, if a man is, is just trying to do the right thing, she should just honor that submission because she know that he means to take that family into a good place. Not saying where it's going to land that it's going to be good where it lands, but if she was just to submit to it, then and under the control of whatever, and it turns out bad, then it means for it to be that way. But her job, or according to. Yeah, that's Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Joe? Oh, yeah, something to say. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. All right, I'm, I'm going to go in about a minute or so, but, but Darren, can you teach me as a single man how to make a woman fix my plate without her bitching? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Joe. That's good. Huh? Because he got it down, don't he? You? he got it down. I know. You know? <laughs> well, mm, mm, just mm, before mm, I mm. leave, it's the same thing, um, even though you're not remarried, you have to lead by, uh, by example. And if a woman... A woman will do that for a single guy, will show that she's not going to be submissive, but you have to show her that I am the man, uh, you are the woman. I don't believe in roles, but um, I do want to show the woman I appreciate you, and you, you know, and I want her to appreciate me and show it. And if she doesn't show it, then I, you know, I can always show her the door. It's not the first time. <laughs> so... Um, right. Let me let me let you guys go. I'm going to listen on speaker because I know this this phone of mine is going to disrupt things. 
So I'm glad to okay. have been back and see you guys still operating. I know you guys have been around, but um, they, you know, <laughs> BTR changed my phone service and all that jazz. Anyway, I'm going to put myself back yeah. on mute. <laughs> right, oh, man. You. <laughs> oh, man. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, part so, of what Darren, you know, was bringing out, though, I mean, it, it, it all starts at how you start your relationship. You know, uh, you don't want to be at odds with your, you know, your spouse uh, when you're in a relationship at all times, you know. Um, and then sometimes it's like, how did you get to that point where, she isn't trusting of where you leading the family or what it is you're doing, you know. So where you started from and what got you that position to be in that light to her or for her to see you in a certain light or to see you that way, to not have that much faith in you, you know, and not able to follow your lead or uh, accept what you're saying or where you're trying to take the family or what it is you're doing, you know, that sounds like that was a problem somewhere along the line that even got to that point. So again, you know, you don't want to be in a relationship where, you know, every decision you make, uh, she's questioning it, you know, or gotta be, you know, I'm not going to believe it till I see it. You got to prove it to me. And, you know, going through that, you don't even want to get there in the first place, hopefully. Right. Man, I'm glad you said that. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I got something. Go ahead. I was about to say, I'm glad he said that because if, if any man that have his wife in a place that she is, she's believing in and trust him, if that man ever, for instance, cheat on her, mm-hmm. she don't leave him, it's going to be a question about every make, every move he make. And yeah. she's going to be like, look, I don't want to hear about no God. I don't, don't want to hear about that. She's going to question even that because he he had her whole heart, and he stabbed her. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I'm I'm not saying I gotta maintain some type of perfect being. I just have to maintain my record of being trying to do good, and I think all of us need to do that or have to do that. We just gotta maintain our record. So if we're gonna teach our kids, listen, I, yes, this white guy or this Indian guy took my job but it wasn't because of him it was because of the leadership if I can explain that by coming in the house saying to everybody I'm pissed off this guy took my job they always giving it to these guys they come over here and take all the 7-Elevens if I come in the house like that I am breeding a, 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 a a house full of people that's going to think like that. Or that's the yeah. chance I take in breeding a house full of people that's going to think the same way. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in a relationship. Oh, go ahead, Sam. I was going to say in relationship to what you all were saying about, you know, dealing with, you know, racism and, and you say everybody is not the same. You know, don't put everybody in the same box. You know, here in the United States, just by the sheer numbers, it's still young white kids that's growing up in towns and cities, you know, Two Horse, Mississippi, or, you know, Cowtown, Utah, where they don't have black people in their town. Where they get right. the information about black people or other uh, ethnic groups or whatever is from television, radio, and what their parents teach them. 
you know. So mm-hmm. if you got like a young white kid and they haven't been outside of their town and their parents tell them a certain thing about other ethnic groups and stuff or they see it on TV, they hear it on the radio and these rap songs and all that, that's the form and the mind and the picture that they get. And then all of a sudden, say they leave from home one day and they go to a city like Chicago and they done heard all these stories and the first thing that happened to them in Chicago, they get robbed by somebody black mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to have in their mind, wow, mom and dad was always right. You know, that's the way they are. And and it's not all of us like that. All of us ain't doing that. But because of that encounter and experience they had and what they were taught growing up, that's what they're going to stick with. You know, that's what's going to play out in their mind. So giving everybody the opportunity, you know, to do you wrong or not do you wrong or to really see the character and the personality of people of other ethnic group, if you've been done wrong by one or two or whatever, you're going to feel that way, you know, and they're not even going to relationships with women. You know, you hear women who've been, you know, dated or been married to one or two, three bad men or whatever. And then they say, Oh, all men are no good mm-hmm. or whatever. And they keep that same mindset. When you come across them, you might meet them. You got to work so hard to show her, you know, I'm different, if you will. You know, a lot of women say they hear hearing that guys say, oh, I'm different. Then they find out they're no different than the next man or whatever. But you got to prove, you know, almost what Darren was saying, you know, having to prove yourself. And, and you got to over and over prove yourself to her that you are different, that you are a different type person. So a lot of those things and what you experience and the way, you know, you were brought up and the people you've been around that's espousing the type of people or different ethnic groups, you know, you're going to believe in that. You're going to, you know, find some con- condol- consolence in that because that's what you experience. So a lot of it is upon experiences of uh, what you've actually dealt with. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I disagree. <laughs> and let me tell you why I disagree. Uh-oh. Right? And hopefully you will agree with what I'm about to say. You should agree with what I'm about to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a black man, right, or let's just say, just to say black, then you were in the city of Chicago, the city of New York, the city of North Carolina, two, two, the, Louisiana, two course town, wherever you are in these United States, right, you don't have to look far to find a reason to hate the white race. Because we can look at our history of what's happened to black people. And what's still happening to black people. So I th- I believe that the what we have is valid to uh, to feel a certain type of way about black um white people. Agree, yes or no? I mean, if you look at if you look at the history of what we went through, you have enough information to be like, damn, they really didn't like us, and they hung us, and they enslaved us, and they did all these bad things to us just because. Right? The white guy doesn't have that same argument. At all, just doesn't, you know. So they can they can hate us for different reasons, but we have a. And I I don't feel this way. I'm just saying, if you want to go apples to apples, the white mm. person has. I'm mean, the black. The black person has more of a reason to feel that way than the white person. I mean, yeah. In general, I I do, and I in agree general. with you, and I know where you're coming from. And I say, well, I say in general. Because, yes, they did that in those days in the whole nine yards. But somebody that was born, you know, in 1980, you know, he's an adult white male today. 
he didn't do that. You see what I'm saying? He got the benefits right. of what was done, yes, but right. he wasn't directly responsible for doing it. So that's why I say in general, I get you and I understand that and I follow you and I have agreements. Right. But then I can't just say, you know, a guy that was born, you know, in 1981, who's an adult male now, you know, to put all my feelings of what all his ancestors from the past did. Although he has the privileges that, you know, the benefits from him, yeah. But I can't right. be directly mad at him, especially if he's not that type of person at this point in his life. That's that's why my little about disagreement comes with, you know, the statement you made. But they say in general, though, I get where you're coming from. Right. So also me... in general, though. Oh, well, listen, also in general. So now we look at something called white supremacy, mm-hmm. right? And you got to think, where mm-hmm. does that even come from? Like, you have the audacity. Like, where does that even come from when you want to hurt somebody because they aren't white? You want to hurt a group of people because they are – you want to protest because these people are white. You see what I'm yeah. saying? In 2018. Yeah. You're saying, where does that come from? You know, we are the ones – and, again, people that have been oppressed are the ones that will probably be more than, than within their legal rights to protest that type of thing. But we kind of don't. You know, we just go mm-hmm. on and be like, hey, guess what? We're going to be all right. We just want to make it home at the end of the day. You know, so I understand what you're saying, but that white kid that you're talking about in that little two-horse town, ain't, yeah. you, you have no reason. There's no way you can tell me that you're mad at black people. For what? What could they have done to yeah. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. What what his mind's been formed by, the information that he's got from his parents, from his neighbors, from his other relatives, you know, and then things that he's seen on TV. You know, you saw, you see how right. he's portrayed in the movies and on TV and stuff, buffoonish, thuggish, and all that other stuff. So you get a formulation in your mind that when I meet somebody black, you know, that's like say you ever, I don't know if you ever met somebody white, and you never knew this person, you never met them before, and, you know, you see, and as soon as they come up to you, somebody introduce you, and they be like, what's happening, my brother? High five, you know, and all that. I'm like, really? You know, they don't talk to me like that, you know, (laughs) especially if we're in a professional (laughs) atmosphere, you know, my main man, we getting a gang of tangeray, you know. What? Like, don't talk to me like right. that, you know. Right. <laughs> so, right. Cause, cause that's you don't even talk like that. First of all, you're like, yeah. I don't even talk like that. What, what, exactly. Right. So, let me ask you something, T.O. Yeah, uh, it's a monkey ranch. So, huh? if, if this is a monkey ranch, if right. you say black people have every right to not like the other race that done them wrong. I'm not Shit. saying, well, well, listen, listen, listen. Let, let me clean it up again. I'm just saying, if that were the case, you would think that it would be the black person that would have the grievance more so than the white person. I, I got it. I got of it. History. Okay, because of history. What you're saying, when you say that, you're stating complete facts. Let's just be clear. Right. So yeah. the, the monkey ranch then is, based off those com, those. Uh, Factual historical events should the black man and woman teach their kids the history that will cause them to be racist? Could them teaching their kids about the history cause their kids to be racist? 
It could. It, yeah. It's not a cause. It's just one thing, lest we forget. You know, don't lest we forget. So it's not the point you're trying to teach them the history and cause them to be racist, but we're not going to forget. You know, we're not going to just sweep all this under the rug and everything is, you know, kumbaya and everything is lovey-dovey because it ain't. Right. You know, I think what Darren is getting at is that it, it could go left, you know, because the history is the history. You can't, you yeah. know, you, you can't sugarcoat it is what it is, but it's right. how you but teach you it. Now, if you're teaching it just right, from right. A, an, an awareness standpoint, you know, a, a, a factual historical standpoint versus right. look at all the atrocities. they. I mean, you could, you could, you could, you know, you could pour into them bitterness. That they yes. may not have their on their own right and their own experiences, so it's it's I mean it's two different you know the the facts are the facts where you can present it's it's just like stats and and statistics and numbers you can present numbers however you want to you can t- you can make them say whatever you want it to say so it's how you right. present the information you know um to to the child go ahead Tom right right so so. And, and again, you are one hundred percent correct, and I'm glad you used the word facts, Darren, because you, so on one hand it's facts, on the other hand it's a lie, right? And the lie, right? Because the devil's gonna lie to you, and he's gonna sell it in a way where it seems so real. You know what I mean? Like this was our country, this was mm-hmm. our land, and they came here and took over our land, just like they're doing now with the jobs and. And all of this, whatever, however they, however they say what they say to prove their racist thing, which is a straight up lie, versus facts. So that's what that's what you're dealing with. Right? It's two different stories, but one is the truth and one isn't. You see what I'm saying? And that's why the one that that isn't, I believe, does so much damage, because it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. I mean, because I've been coming off of like, and I heard what you're saying, T. Hawk, and you know, also coming off of what Rodney was just saying. I mean, we we've got beyond the excuse of you know right. uh, I'm I'm not anything in life because the white man holding me down you know and all that the white man holding me down so we as black people we definitely not teaching our children that no more you know we telling yeah. them you know you could be what you mm-hmm. want to be you could be this you mm-hmm. be that and the whole nine yards so again right. it's it's the part of what Dan was just saying about the history you know the factual things yeah that's still relevant. And the story has to be told. I believe we should still tell the story, but uh, uh, amongst mm-hmm. all the uh, uh, blockages we've had, amongst all the difficulties that we've gone through, still, you know, we found a way to prosper. We found a way to prosper in life and to still make it, you know, some type of way. Right, right, right. And, and you know, we may, in telling the facts, we may say, but it's not like that today. This is our past and what we had to go through to get to this point, but it's not like yeah. that today. You could be whatever you want to be, but you know the other right. side is not saying that. They're like, oh, it's worse mm. now for us. Mm. It's worse now. Well, that, you know what I'm saying? Guess, yeah. Okay. And that was like my thought, you know, the monkey wrench is, you know, with the age of the Internet and social media, do y'all think, I mean, and then again, this is, it ain't no right or wrong answer to this question. It's going to be, you know, how you feel about it, but do y'all think that with regard to race relations, racism in 2019, do y'all think it's better or worse than, you know, back in the days when we had 
uh, segregation and, um, you know, all these things. I mean, we see things on social media every day, you know, with overt and covert racism or whatever. But they all think overall, if you were to sum it all up, and specifically just speaking on America, we can't talk about, you know, outside of right. our borders here. But do you all think that times are better or worse in 2019 with specific regard to race, race relations and um, racism? What do you all think? Better. Better? I, I think better. it's worse um, because it's hidden and you don't know what you're biting into. It looks like a nice red bright apple when before you knew it was rotten but now you just don't know and you go into an interview and you don't know what they're gonna do with your resume after you walk out um it's it's just presented a, it's just presented like it's 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 real um or it's red or it's right but it's really not when you bite into it, and you really got to be way more careful what's going on now. And now that I'm in the government, I really have to be careful. Uh, I gotta. I'm not saying I have to play dumb, but I have to dumb a lot of things down. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I say hmm. it's better to the sense that they just can't go around just killing us at random, you know, like they did Emmett Till. You know, they can't. Just go killing us at random, you know, like they used to do black men and hanging and lynching them, you know, for no reason because they all pissed off and mad or whatever. The first black person they see, they string them up to a tree. So in some respects, you know, it's a lot, lot better. But, you know, as Darren was right. saying, you know, still uh, some ways to go and some still some, you know, uh, what Rodney said, overt and covert uh, things that they do to us. You know that right. they staying right, but but overall, as far as our life in general, you know they just don't have a right, or you know it's going to be covered up if they go out and kill one of us just on GP. You know what it what it, right. it did happen. It happens now with cops and people, and then and then you go to court, and the only thing you just killed the man, and you just got fired. That's it. Yeah. You get yeah, your got a point there. Right, right, right. You got but a point there. Now you I got the law. Back. Backing up this mess, but what right, is the good right. old boy network? Though I mean, can you explain what? I mean, I know people know, but can you explain? I didn't that? want to answer. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, we can get that, but um, let me tell you. Let me tell you why I said it's better. Rodney's point that he says that makes all the sense in the world. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. You can only believe them if they show you who they are. If they don't show you, you just don't know. And that puts you at a disadvantage. I think what's going on right now is called a mass draining of the swamp. Right? There's us, the people that aren't racist, that love everybody, and then there's them. And there's more of us than there are them. But the good thing about the thems is they're coming out now. Now they've got, they feel as though they've got the right to come out from under that rock. So now the masks are off. You see them. They openly in restaurants being racist. They're, when when before they wouldn't do it. You see what I'm saying? So now mm-hmm. you bring them out. It's a necessary evil. Now they're coming out and being exposed, right? So once the covering goes away, you're still exposed, and now we know how to deal with you. And I think that they will die off. I think that they that the us are going to regain what it is, and it may even be 
spiritual in some like a Noah's Ark type thing. Okay, now we know, now we got to drain you out, and now we got to eliminate you. You see what I'm saying? So, again, it's a necessary evil, but I think it's nowhere near the way it was um, in the past. Like, but you it's, know. Fun, it's funny you yeah. say that just regarding the eliminate, the extermination piece is that, like you said earlier, like it's the racists that want to exterminate. Like the people who right. love everybody, we don't want to exterminate. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like the opposite. Like the thing right. that we, like you said, the whole Noah's Ark, that they get rained out or flooded out. Like that should happen to the racist people, and they should be gone. But it's the it's right. the racist people who we like. I want to take out all of the Hispanics or the blacks. They're the ones who want to exterminate people. Whereas we're like, man, right. I just need to right. be gone off of here. Let me, let me ask y'all a question. Right. right, but but, but Rodney, but think about it. They can't, and that's the problem. And because the walls are closing in, now they're seeing more and more brown people. In higher places, you feel what I'm saying? In wealthier places, in a lot of different places, and that's why you see it now. They feel as like you know, fear of a, a brown planet. Well, that's reality today. That's why you see they're mm-hmm. coming out. They can no longer hide and be silent. They got to come out and express their views. That's why Charlottesville happens. Charlottesville doesn't happen if someone doesn't give them the okay to come out from under that rock. Now they under that rock. Mm-hmm. Now they're coming out, and now it's not, now you're exposed. You can't go back in. Too late. <laughs> Let me ask you, right. what's the difference between a uh, uh, when they used to hang um, black people mm-hmm. in the South a long time ago in the 60s and put it in the newspaper than today when they kill a person on a, on a video or a cell phone recording and still get away with it? What's the difference? I'm just asking. Well, the difference is um, a lot they of got times away with it they in forget. It was I mean, forgiven. I say, are you talking about the, I think the, the, the recording of the event is different because a lot of times, especially with the cell phone cameras, they they don't realize that they're on video. They're caught on. A lot of times they're captured on video. But I think, it, you know, to, as far as the consequence, you know, Black people joke all the time about skipping out on jury duty. I mean, it's a running joke. Like, oh man, got out of jury duty. They, I mean, but you didn't so ask. how are you gonna? I'm talking about killing. Yeah, I mean, I, but I, I mean, the the, the 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 result is the same. Death is the same. Like that's that's the same. But I think that oh. back then, and maybe there was no trial for you lynching a black man back then. I bet that's the difference. At least. Here we are with a trial, and they're acquitted. Like but, that, but no, but hold on. acquitted with no now trial. You, so now that what I hear is, well, we, we, we killed y'all then with no trial, and we're killing y'all now with a trial. And with still a trial. Getting away. Which one is right. worse? Right. Which but one is again, worse? Mm-hmm. Right. But, again, the progress was just made in New York. Right, and again, when five years, nothing was made. It took a democratic, uh, um, what do you call it, debate for something to happen. You see what I'm saying? So again, it's it, it's progress, but I think that the progress is going to happen versus before the progress is slow to happen. Does that make any sense? The police are going to be responsible for it. They're changing the laws now, you know. And now, mm-hmm. and that's for the president. The guy was like, "Yo, I know I'm not going to be." 
Um, you know, I, I think he was the uh, chief of police. I know I'm not going to be popular with this decision, but I got to make it. You know, so that might be mm-hmm. the beginning of something. You know, and now they got to train and go back to it. You don't want to be that guy. But you don't want to be that cop, whatever his name is. You don't want to be him. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he was untouchable five years ago. Like, yeah, I killed such and such, such and such, and I'm still. But now, now they can not only fire him, but now bring him up on charges. If they want to go that route, so that to and, me that's progress. And and on top of that, like folks are dropping your address where your kids go to yes. school. <laughs> like yes. you know what I'm saying? Like yes. that yes. stuff is on social right. media. Like this this killer right. cop. Oh yeah, he he go over here. His son go to the elementary school right, right. here. His wife was over here. Like they know all right. about you within minutes. So if, all if, about if the law doesn't get you, at least the social media, you got to be watching your back when you go to the grocery store. You can't just right. be all right. willy-nilly out, you know, like you, you, they know that you just you killed can. a black man. Right. Look, Rodney, true story. Um, Walmart in La Plata. Lady gets mm-hmm. out of her car. Somebody took her parking space, so she thought. They were talking on the phone to a black girl. She pulled out her phone, and the lady called me the N-word twice. And she just recorded mm-hmm. the lady, right? Then they hit Facebook with the picture. The video. Mm-hmm. Does anybody mm-hmm. know? She turned out to be a bus driver for the public school mm-hmm. who got mm-hmm. fired because of that video. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, I remember, remember that. that. I remember that. You know, yeah. you, mm-hmm. you come out, you got to be careful. You come out and make them statements and act that way and treat people in 2019. You mm-hmm. got you, you to mm-hmm. stay coming because once they catch you on tape, your neighbors are going to know. Yeah. Those coworkers you've been your hiding. Your job is going to know. Your race, your, your job, job is, is going to know. Right, yeah. all all yeah. the people you've been acting like, oh, I like, I got a, I, I got a black friend. I'm cool. I got y'all. black friends. <laughs> I got black friends. No. <laughs> we got you. Right, okay. right. Coworkers, but coworkers <laughs> don't count. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Drain the swamp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They coming out. They they're doing what they're supposed to do. Show your face. All the time we've been yeah. looking at the clans with those hoods, and they running around wreaking havoc, hiding, going back, and being your lawyer. The judge, mm-hmm. the bakery, mm-hmm. all these people in the mm-hmm. community. <laughs> now mm-hmm. they take the take the mask off. Now we at least let yeah, us know who you are. So you're exposed. Yeah. Let us know who you're you work with. Let us know who you are. So now we know how to so, carry. You know, you know what's the tripped out part though is like, you know, like say white people if they go in a room with other white people until they start talking about their differences. You know, whether they conservative, a liberal, you know, uh, all the differences that they have, you know, they don't know till they start talking. When we walk in a room, it's an automatic. People feel a certain type of way when they see our skin color. They feel a certain type of mm-hmm. way. You know, they're going to feel a certain type of way. And as Darren said earlier about uh, uh, resumes and stuff, you know, another one of our disadvantages, if you're a white person and you're in human resources and you really don't care for black people, when you see resumes with Shaniqua and Malik and all that, you putting them to the side, you know, if you feel some type of way, you know, you're going to put them to the side or whatever, you know. So there's some things, you know, that gives us a disadvantage. And like I said, we ain't even doing nothing to nobody. You know, you could be the nicest mm-hmm. guy in the world and you do everything right. You pay your taxes, you take care of your family and all that. But if somebody in their heart, for whatever reason, feel like they don't like black people, you know, 
uh, and they in the power or in a position of power or the position of making decisions, you know, they treat you a certain way or whatever. They can treat you. So they have the opportunity to treat you a certain way. And one thing, let me tell you guys this real quick. Uh, when Roddy was talking about buying his house and everything, um, you know, I'm from Detroit and the Metro Detroit area and our suburbs, uh, we got a area they call the points like gross points, gross points farms. And those are where half million dollar homes and, you know, people who are well off uh, and up live out that way or whatever. And, when black people in the automotive industry, you know, even engineers and, you know, start doing well and was trying to move out in the suburbs and stuff, uh, we had a city. It used to be called East Detroit, and then they changed the name to East Point because they said they wanted associated with the city of Detroit. So they called it uh, East Point. Well, they were starting to get a higher population of black people because a lot of realtors were showing black people homes in East Point instead of where they wanted to live. A lot of them who had the money and could afford it wanted to move out to Gross Point Farms, Gross Point Woods, and all those. And the realtors were saying, well, hey, you know, let's show you a house over here. You'll like this better. They were doing that from. Mm. So like I say, you got a lot of people, you know, just share from whatever their beliefs are, whatever they were brought up to believe, however they feel about black people. If they're in the power of decision-making, you know, they kind of make things happen that way. They kind of gear things to happen in certain ways. When it comes to us, right? Hmm. But we just right. want to make sure hmm. that you know, just because we're talking about this, to make it a point that we're not, you know, saying nothing about being racist, and it's not right at all. Um, we're just discussing facts, and we're just discussing, you know, how these children getting guns or get the right. attitude, right. get the mindset to go into a school and kill other children just because they're not the same color as them, themselves. So for right, the listeners, right. just, we don't want you to think that this is a racist show. That's just kind of the topic that we're going through tonight because of all the things that's going on in our school system. Yeah, good right, words. Right. And I, I do want to bring up, yeah. want to bring up something real quick, Tony. I got a uh, real situation on the chat line. Um gentleman won't reveal his name. Obviously, we'll keep his identity anonymous but he's got a situation where um he's black his wife is black but you know his wife i guess makes some untoward comments just regarding uh i'll just say white he didn't say white but just and they have children so you know, it seems like that he's not like that. He's probably like Tony, you know, loves everybody like we are, just love everybody. But this is the person that he said I do to, and now they've got children, and she's making these comments around their children where that could be, you know, children are impressionable. So what, what advice would y'all have for him, you know, if he's noticing this? Um, you know, I would say definitely, I mean, you got to, you got to talk to the wife outside, definitely not in front of the kids, but just, and give her, give the wife some specific examples. Like you really can't do this. Like, and then the stuff we say sometimes it may be true, but right. when you don't, right. when you're around young, impressionable children that don't understand nuance. And yeah, I know in my household for the, for, I mean, you just can't do it for the longest. Um, you know, we use W and B, you know, just, you know, it's like, well, what, what is she? Is she W? Is she B? 
you know, and, and at, at a time when the kids didn't know, now they know. They're like, come on, y'all. You know, we, we know. Mm-hmm. We can't even use right, those little right, codes, right. letters, or whatever. But at least when they right. were toddlers, we didn't go that far around them when we're having a dialogue about a person. And, you know, and it, it wasn't, I mean, it was just to give context to what we were talking about. You know, it wasn't anything, I don't necessarily think it was anything wrong, but it was wrong for us to be like, you know, that white girl. You know that you know that that white dude or whatever. It was it was not necessary for us to go that far around our toddlers. So, um, but you know, with this gentleman's example, I would just say, hey, you got to communicate that um, this ain't, this is not cool, especially with children. Like it was probably cool when they didn't have. I mean, it's probably not. I mean, it's worse now that you got children that you're trying to shape and mold and raise and try to get them on the right path and to see everybody for individuals white or black or otherwise, but I would just say, you know, might want to have a, you know, pool, pool lady, you know, maybe on a date night, you know, say, hey, you, you can't be making this comment that you made to little Junior or around Junior the other day, because that's, that's really right. not a good, right. not, not a good feel, so. Right, and you know, and that's exactly what I was saying, because that's not something that you may detect early on, and the conversation may never come up, right, you just assume that, hey, you know, we feel the same way. We like people, and or you may never have the race conversation. I just don't know if that's something that comes up when when recording, you know. But when well, I think I think T Hawk. I think it does. I think it does, and I think is you can almost equate it to like, you know, I stopped cursing long, you know, many years ago, you know. So, sure. but when you stop cursing and 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 you're around people who curse, like it triggers you, like you know. But yeah, for them, right. that's the regular right. vernacular, and I think that. Maybe in the instance where you were with your significant other, you know, maybe some things were said and y'all said it in jest and it was jokey, jokey, it was cool, it was cool. But now that you have an impressionable young ears around you, your your senses are up, you know, a little more, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. I know we said that before Junior was born, but we can't really talk like that around Junior anymore. You know, we yeah, can't right. do that anymore. Right. And maybe... You know, one one spouse is automatically just clicked over and, and not had those conversations, whereas the other spouse may may need a little, and they may not even be aware of what they're doing and how they're they're in, making an impression on their children, whereas they may need right. a spouse to you know check them a little bit, say, hey, you know, when right. you say this, this could be the result where you could be planting a little seed and that seed could grow. And little Junior could not like white people based on your little yep. comments, you know, here and there. So right. I, just be mindful right, but, with your words, but, especially around your children. But, but what you're saying, the way that you're saying it, that's an easy trick. That's a one-on-one at the park. Hey, let's not talk around that. Like we used to talk, you know, in front of our kids because it's not productive. The other scenario is if now you're finding out that this person is a straight-up racist. And they straight up, <laughs> yeah, straight up that, that you didn't know before, and now that's coming out. You're like, whoa, where did this come from? I don't know. Right. I don't know what scenario the brother's in. You know what I'm saying? But I, let, let's hope he's right. not in the latter. Let, let's hope he's in, 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 you know, in the first scenario that you gave. But if it's the second scenario you gave, then that person is a racist. And now you have to deal with the fact that you married a racist. And how do you get past wow. that? And I don't, I don't know how to – I wouldn't know how to <laughs> counsel on that. Because <laughs> you'd you be out. You'd be out. You'd be like, no, I can't do this. 
Mm-hmm. Mean, but, but once I, you know who they are, but I can't. You, you will be guess out. What? I got I have genuine white friends. I got Spanish friends. I got friends from all different walks. They're genuine do, like yeah. family to me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, wait a minute, how can I bring you around? I mean, you feel that way, y'all. You be right. the fake one you in the room. You gotta be careful. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. she be my wife would be the fake one in the room. Like I gotta be. I gotta can't go see certain friends because now I know that she don't really like them. <laughs> mm. Wow. Wow. That's that's that wow. that's borderline deal breaker. I mean, if you think about it, borderline deal breaker. So. Mm. I don't know. Hope that's not the case. Mm. For <laughs> I hope not either. And, and the thing is, like you said, hopefully it is an easy fix where he could just, you know, talk to her. But what if, what if she bucks back and say, you, we joked about this all the time. You know this how I am. I don't think it's a big mm-hmm. deal that I say this around Junior. You know, and sure. we know that could be, like, she could take it left. You know, she doesn't have to say, you know what, honey, you're right. I need to watch my words around little Junior. She could be like, no. Nah. You know, Sally right. is this, or you know, she's this or that, and uh, and and it's cool. It's the truth. I'm I'm just telling. Look, I don't want little Junior to be lying. Tell me, be honest with me, little Junior. I'm teaching him how to be honest with his feelings. She could take that to left. You know, but right. I think but what you're that, saying is that, that if it's if she's really like like or like a true rate, like what can you do with that? <laughs> like that's right, right, right you know. Right. And and what you just said also is a is a is an underlying problem because if he can't tell his wife this is unproductive for the children and me as the you know as the protector of this family you know okay. I believe that this is the route that we go and if she still bucks him then you got a bigger problem now you got a respect issue True. on top of a racial issue and he said I'm saying so you know True. True. Uh, you can't tell her nothing. Mm. You can't tell mm-hmm. her nothing. She's out of control. What you going to do with that? I think, I, th- I think we did a show on that, too. Can't tell her nothing. We did a oh, show on that one, too. Right. Right. That's right. And it, it also depends on what he's doing, too. I mean, he might not be a racist in this case, but he might be doing something else that she don't agree with, that he has to, you know, and, and, and that that be her go-to card when he try to pull that out the bucket. You know, wait a minute, how are you going to try to tell me how to be racist and you don't cheated on me? You know, she. how are you going to try to be Mr. Correct now and, and then when you was Mr. Foul last night? You know, it, it, it's always a comeback <laughs> correction sometimes when, you know, so that's why you got to maintain an integrity, you know, with her, especially her. Oh, yeah. So she don't have no bad, nothing to fall back on when she tries right. to not listen. So what you got to do, first date question, you got to ask her, fellas, are you a racist? <laughs> got to say it. Man. Right. all right the things. That are all the yeah, things. Right. You got to right, yeah, pre-screen. Sam, <laughs> yeah, Sam, we want to put that on your screen and list. Say, are you a racist? I just want to know. Before we move <laughs> yeah, right. here. I yeah, let's yeah. get that out the way quickly. Right. 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 Because we can end this you know. pretty pretty quickly. Right, 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 right. But, you know, I think that there's mm. things that we can do. Um, I think that, that the three of the moderators of this show, we, we subconsciously do it. And we include our family around people from a lot of different groups. You 
know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the yeah. one biggest oh, yeah. place I'm going to say is the church, right? Because yeah. none of yeah. us go to an all-anything church. You see what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not all-anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're going to see all of everything because that's how we vision mm-hmm. heaven to be. You uh-huh. see, and why would mm-hmm. I bring my family in a position where they're looking around and everybody look like them? But that's not the way mm-hmm. it's going to be. So that's a false. You know, so again, I think we are, are guilty of that too, and we and sometimes we need to, you know, maybe mm, just change the scenery a little bit, you know. But. Yeah, it's totally different well, things, and I think it's easier well, to do in metro areas, you know, because ch- Sunday right. is still the most segregated day in America, and I think right. you know a, a lot of that is uh, cultural, you know, just worship styles, you know, how you may not like. Right. Christian music, you may like gospel. You know, go ahead, Sam. I'm sorry. Right. Oh no, you were good. I, I was kind of agreeing with. The, could have sense to say that, and then you spoke on it. You know, when you live in a kind of metro area, I mean, other things because we do. I mean, I I grew up in the hood. I lived in the hood. You know, raised my family in the hood. But you know, through my job, through you know my ex-wife's job, and then the things that we did throughout the city and the metro area which expose our children, you know, uh, my children to other people, you know, and things like that. You know, uh, like say, you know, we had a few uh, minor. I called them the minority because, you know, everybody in our neighborhood was black. So those other people who came in our neighborhood or at some of the schools my kids went to, you know, were kind of the minority, if you will. Um, so it's just that you do things. Like I say, you just have exposure to all things, to all different things, you know, you just, if you just stay in one place, you know, then that's all you're going to know. Cause like I say, just because of sheer numbers, you know, my example earlier is still some, you know, white people who live in a town and they're going to never be exposed to black people other than probably, you know, television or something, unless they move, go somewhere from outside of that town. Um, so that's just some of the things you got to do, you know, just that exposure so that you can be exposed you know, and my late pastor, he used to always say, you know, all white people ain't good, all black people ain't bad, and vice versa. All black people ain't bad, and all white people ain't good. You know, people right. are people. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Good words. Now, on the last note, you know, I, I, I had a, a guy in boot camp. He was raised, just like Sam was talking about, He he was raised in an area where, uh, he was unfamiliar with, with with black people, and he only saw them on TV. And and he was in the mountains or something. And then when he came to boot camp, he eventually got kicked out because he didn't know any better. And just because his lack of understanding of the the rest of the world, he made a lot of comments that were um, racist. And and just because he didn't know any better, it was it wasn't because he was racist. He just didn't know other no other word. Like I use the word Oriental tonight. I thought I was mm-hmm, in the room. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was corrected. Yeah. He was just he was correct. Mm-hmm. He didn't mean nothing by it. But you know they end up kicking him out because of the way he was raised. Mhm. 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 Yeah. No words, man. Sure, so who man. got it next? Just, oh, we got the next. Well, a couple of next weeks. Next week, we'll be here next week. Yeah, we'll be here next week. Uh, uh, we'll be talking about mental health, and I got a couple of guests, um, uh, specifically black mental health. So it's kind of deep. 
kind of deep stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll be here next Sounds week. Deep. Um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, cool stuff. Cool things are going on out there, and um, but yeah, we'll be here next week. But yeah, I just I, I just applaud uh, Tony for bringing this topic to us, and only the married men on talk show can do it like we do it because I mean it's it's a, it's a dicey topic. I mean it's a really right. dicey, but it. Tony really handled it, and I knew it when I got the topic this morning. I didn't get it last night because, you know, I go to bed early. But I got it this morning, I was like, man, that's that's a great topic. Like, that was my first thought. I was like, this is a, mm. a mature topic, and, and it's right. for you mature guys because, you know, uh, immature guys can't handle a topic like this. You know, right. Literally, it's too, it's too much for them. They just go haywire and wacky and stuff, and they can't control their emotions. But, you know, I, I appreciate you guys, you know, for really – Locking in and right. leaning in because right. this is a topic, you know. There's this, this is real stuff going on out here in the, in the, in the field. Yeah. So that's the key. Yeah. Said. It's yeah. real, real life right there, brother. It's real <laughs> stuff, right? Right. <laughs> and, we, and, and, and we got so. a real life scenario on the line tonight that you know that it is yeah. what it is. So yes, yeah, good words. Yep. Good words. All right, oh, y'all. Yeah. Be All right, easy. Folks. Later on. See y'all next week. Peace.